Choose Recovery is a lifestyle apparel brand. Spreading awareness and hope for addiction recovery. We emphasize following God, rewriting your story, never giving up, making a difference. Bringing hope and awareness from real people. This is the Choose Recovery Podcast. Okay, here we go. All right, guys, welcome to the Choose Recovery Podcast, also on the YouTube channel. Uh, if you guys don't know me, my name is Derek, uh, the owner of Choose Recovery, and this crazy idea that God has given me to build a apparel brand, but also to raise awareness and make a difference, uh, make an impact. Uh, and I have uh, my friend, sister in Christ, and director at Freedom House, where I also work, uh, with me today on the episode on the show. By the way, like you can look wherever I find myself confused where to look. We always have a couple cameras going, but. Um, I wanted to bring her on for a while now and just talk about the background to uh, what Freedom House is. So if you guys have been following the brand for any time, uh, you may know that uh, we're pretty passionate to raise awareness, but also give back. And we try really hard to do what we can through the profits to give a portion uh, back throughout the couple years that we've been doing this uh, to ministries like primarily Freedom House here. Uh, and this is a ministry that I'll just take, kick it over to Jen here of what Freedom House is, whatever you feel led to share, and also basically why it started even in your own recovery and stuff as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So excited to be here with you guys today. Um, I've been part of Choose Recovery since the beginning through buying swag and shirts. And so I'm excited to jump on here. Freedom House to me it's just it's life it's hope and it's freedom and why it is all of that is because this is the same city and community that i was born and raised in and also lived nine and a half years in darkness to chains of alcohol drugs stealing cigarettes pornography um just bound by by just chains of addiction for nine and a half years um and so when I was at my third inpatient treatment center uh, on June 25th, 2009, my husband had dropped me off to go check into yet another treatment center. And I was so hopeless. I was so lost and broken. Um, I didn't think there was any hope for me. The lies of the enemy had just overtaken any um, thought that, that I could live sober. And so I tried to take my life uh, swallowing a bunch of pills that I had found um, in a family member's medicine cabinet, chasing it with whiskey, because um, I didn't want to wake up again at yet another rehab. And so um, three days later, God did wake me up. Um, and I got on my knees that morning, June 28, 2009, and just raised my arms and completely surrendered my life to Jesus. Um, being raised in the church, um, even though I walked away at the age of 16, 17 years old, I walked away for about 10 years. The thing about God's word is that it never returns void. So as soon as I hit my knees, I mean, I just remember thinking, I, there's a little bit of hope. I might be able to do this because if I'm not driving my bus and let God drive my bus, I might find freedom. And so, um, it wasn't just instantly the cravings for drugs and alcohol were just instantly gone, but I was never alone walking that early recovery walk. Um, I had to fight sometimes minute by minute with scriptures and prayer and worship music, um, just 
renouncing the enemy and the temptations to want to drink and use again. Um, but along that first year of recovery, about four months in, God called cigarettes from me. And so I was able to withdraw from those for about five days and lay, lay those down. And then about um, six months in, God called stealing from me because it wasn't, like I said, it, what I knew I surrendered, but it was this journey of the Holy Spirit leading and guiding me and, and figuring out what his voice was and what my voice was. And I was stealing makeup one day because that's what I did for 10 years. It was like a, a normal thing in my life at that point. And I was stealing makeup and I remember taking the eyeliner off the, the, the stand to put my purse and I verbally heard, put that back. And so I like turned around in the aisle at the store and no one was there. I was like, God, is that you? Yeah, that's God because he doesn't want to steal. And so I put it back and was delivered from stealing from that day on. And then about nine months into my walk with the Lord, um, just called pornography addiction from me and set me free from that. It was this kind of like this onion, that first year of God just calling and peeling and being patient and gracious with me um, and allowing me to to respond to his calls, to live a life of just complete freedom and walking in it. And so that's kind of my life story. And then just became on fire for the state of Alaska um, on addiction recovery um, awareness and speaking engagements. And I just traveled to nine different villages that first three years, um, just sharing my story and that there's hope and his name is Jesus got involved in prison ministry and street ministry and rehab ministry. Um, anywhere, if you're sitting on the plane next to me, I was going to tell you what God did for me and my story of freedom and um, just just on fire for the Lord. And it's been over 12 years now. Yeah. And it's just amazing what that that fire, it's still there. I have a burning desire to see the captive set free because of the calling and the anointing and the passion that God has given me. Um, he brought me through a 10-year valley to reach back down to the gates of hell and pull out anybody that's willing to um, surrender to him. All I am is that vessel of I get to plant seeds, I get to water seeds, but the harvest is his and we get these homes to bring the harvest into to plant and water and then to watch him um, just bring to fruition their surrender to him. And so it was about seven years into my journey when I was at the prisons doing Bible studies and um, the ladies just kept saying, do you know of anywhere we can go when we get out? Um, if we go back to where we came from, I'm either going to relapse or be abused or it's not good. And so that's really when God laid the heart of opening these homes or the calling on my heart to open these homes here in Soldatna um, because these women were hungry for the word and they were ready for a change of life and they just needed a safe place to live. And so um, long, super long story short, we found this 5,000 square foot home that we're sitting in right now. Um, it needed a half a million dollars in renovations to open. The city inspector said, all of this has to be completed before we give you the permit of occupancy. And we had $800 in our bank account and the building was 250,000. So it was a three quarters of a million dollars and we had $800. And that's where I talk about jumping off the cliff of faith, taking that leap of faith. Cause I knew in my heart that God was 
saying take that next baby step on opening these homes and so we did i have an amazing board of directors that i operate under we became a nonprofit, um 501c3 and um they they all decided let's do this with just faith and god just poured out in just four and a half months uh, we opened the women's freedom house with 460,000 in renovations completely done paid for um, no debt into that half a million to open um, and we've got our mortgage here paid down almost a hundred thousand, which is yeah. another yeah. miracle. I just wrote a check for 86,000 just a few weeks ago to do a balloon payment on the women's house mortgage. And uh, it's just amazing. We did all of that with just faith and grit and sweat and muscle, but we never got a single penny from a grant or um, funding from the borough or state. It was just God's army stepping up to the plate giving finances but also giving of their time and their labor to build this beautiful as we walk through the home later you're going to see just a beautiful um home for these women god's daughters coming out of darkness um, we get the most of our residents from rehabs coming from inpatient treatment centers they'll transition to freedom house because we are that sober living piece so they have to be clean and sober to move in um, we are the lowest housing fee across the state of Alaska at $250 a month is what we ask for a housing fee and then um, really those are the two main hoops you got to be clean and sober and then we also have agencies to help with that housing fee piece to move in um, but super exciting and I know God's not done yet um, we two years later I just didn't know how far you wanted me to go yeah you're totally fine okay. actually just let me jump in on that <laughs> yeah. too like um, thinking on so when it started, I missed all that at the beginning right. through all that piece. Um, the men's home, we'll have to do like another episode sometime and, and share more of the story and show you guys the men's home also. Um, but I came in at the women's house like a year and a half in, I think, um, after it was started, yeah. something like that. And then we started the I was here when the men's home, right? Vision even came, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and uh, ironically. Uh, I remember so like seeing the, the vision of the men's home started and seeing uh, a very similar story that we can show you guys and share later on the whole renovation project and acquiring that building. But that whole piece, do you remember during all the renovations, my family and I had a trip that we'd already had yes. planned and we went to Hawaii, ironically. Oh yeah, <laughs> but ironically. It was, it was during that trip to Hawaii that a culmination of a lot of things God was already doing in me came in to being and my wife and I had the vision to her to per start pursuing a, a bakery idea that I've shared a little bit about with you guys a little bit and then choose recovery was also kind of right. born during that right. same right. trip that was all in 2019 yeah. um, so it's just kind of cool just how that segued in um, but it has been sweet and where we're sitting right here like she mentioned this is a 5,000 square foot home and um, this is uh, office that we use for what we call discipleship we have a team of people uh, that we work with and that I oversee specifically at both homes. And this is the, the, the room that they meet in to do what we call discipleship. And they walk through uh, what it means to live and grow and follow and heal through a relationship with Jesus mm -hmm. um, at their own pace. And as God opens their heart to, to that, and we're unashamedly a faith-based ministry that walks through the scriptures and relies on the Holy Spirit and sees God do amazing things. And it's like this very couch that we're sitting on. So many women have come through here and sat on this couch. Yes. 
um, and tears have been shed on this couch and laughter has been shared in this room and breakthroughs have been made and it's like we've done marriage counseling also yes, in this space right. i remembering that <laughs> and, and sadly guys we've also had folks mm -hmm. who are no longer with us um who've sat on this couch that uh, are either back out and struggling or um are no longer with us on this earth um and uh it it is a sobering reminder just to the seriousness of life and really why we do what we do and couldn't be more proud just to be involved in Freedom House and just to see what God is doing here through the women in this facility and also the men at the other one. Um, and it's just awesome. Uh, sometimes it's tiring and exhausting and frustrating, but it's so joyful as Ooh. well. And really the, like the, all the expressions that go, like you wouldn't really understand the beauty of the light and hope without darkness. Right. Right. And the stories right. of redemption that we share and really what I want to do with the the Choose Recovery brand is to make much of God, not make much of any of us, um, just what God has done through us. And as we magnify who he is and what he's able to do just through these stories of redemption, that's really truly what we want to be about. Yeah. And so as like, I shared this with Jen some too, as we've looked across uh, and Jen has mentioned like, on the pavement and stuff and being all out making making contacts and, and doing outreach and all sorts of things with freedom house uh throughout the state and as i've started networking and trying to to learn from her and learn what's here in alaska and network out there throughout the lower 49 states as well uh and just see what god is doing elsewhere um one of the things that that jenna's talked about and that, that i've feel like I've heard from God too and there's some unity in others with Freedom House is moving towards like what internship stuff right so yeah. kind of what's our idea there yeah so it really came to pass just about six eight months ago we were discussing it you visited Hawaii and they have a super cool program going there surf the nations but um, Freedom House really envisions one intern at both houses so a female here and a male over at the men's house and Kind of that will encompass them living here on site so they would have a, a bedroom or a bed sometimes it might be even shared with another resident but the whole goal of it is to expand not only the staffing and get help on our end and, and growing and strengthening the team of leadership here but also equipping disciples who possibly want to work in this field or this this ministry field across the nation even um, in addiction recovery um, letting them live here, rub shoulders with men and women that are coming in. Literally, some come straight off the streets. They've got three. They've got just enough clean to pass a drug test. Three to four days clean. Um, they come in rough, beat up, but then you get to live with them. You get to rub shoulders with them. You get to do life with them, and you get to watch that light bulb turn on, which is the most rewarding thing. Is is seeing someone go from death yeah. to life in the mm -hmm. name of Jesus, and watching just hope kind of filter out of their eyes after they're so hollow for sometimes months. Um, and so that intern would live on site, they would help with devotions, they would help with staffing, um, they would help just kind of carry the mission of the ministry, which is providing a safe, Christ-centered home for people transitioning from addiction back out into the community. Yeah, so we're just trying to figure out what that will look like. and. Um, 
and and here the choose recovery um channels and stuff with podcasts and all that i mean as you guys know like i mean we're we're a separate brand for-profit brand um but god's like showing me more and more even recently that i love the apparel and i have lots of ideas for the future still but seeing raising awareness and doing outreach and ministry um is is primary for me um behind every, and everything else is secondary and supplemental to that and so through the small following that hopefully is growing over time uh that we have like just wanted to give a shout out for that for anybody that's out there that has ideas for us or knows of somebody that would be interested in something like that uh you can look us up and get in contact with freedom house and you can certainly message our page choose recovery yes. and i can pass the message on so you can get through that way on any of our channels here. But if you want to contact Freedom House directly, then that would be through... Yeah, uh, shoot us an email, freedomhouse907 at outlook.com or call me at the office, leave a message for Jen, 907-260-3733. Really the requirements we have right now is if you are in recovery and you want to be an intern, you just have to have a minimum of a year clean and sober. Um, And then obviously, you're looking to strengthen your relationship with Christ. You know, it don't matter kind of where you're at on that journey and your walk as an intern. Our whole hope is as, like I said, us coming together around you as an intern, but also you pouring into us and holding us accountable and just all of us growing on our journey with Christ. And so um, housing would be paid for. We might be able to help with airfare if you're in a different state. And then you're encouraged to get a part-time job too as well outside of the home to help support um, bills and stuff like that. And there's but, lots, even though we're a small community, there's lots of places that are hiring yes, and stuff. Yes. Probably where you live as well. Um, it just seems to be a common thing right now. Um, but the thing that really excites me about the internship piece that I want to throw out here. Um, that maybe if you're connected to a treatment center or ministry home or something like that, maybe you already have something like that that's that's uh, thriving and going. And maybe there's a way we can collaborate together yeah. on something like that. And through through just us doing this episode with Choose Recovery, we can kind of link the dots between the ministries and stuff. Um, but uh, the thing that's super, super, there you go again. I say super a lot. Uh, it just cracks me up, sorry. But um, where the thing that really excites me is seeing how uh uh what we're seeing god do in our community and through freedom house love to amplify that hence choose recovery what i'm trying to do there but amplify that to more areas like how sweet would it be um to have even through our own state so alaska is like really spread out but uh there's so many needs that we have here uh, just right. on our road system and the villages as right. well. Um, and to see more, even more freedom houses, uh, more recovery ministries like that started, um, networked. There's certainly more work to do. And here's a passion that I have that you guys have followed us for a bit now is to inspire and encourage and equip more of the church at large to know what they can do. So you may not have a background in addiction recovery. You may not know how to to to, to work. Maybe you do because you resonate with the brand. Maybe that's what brought you there. But ways that we can educate and empower churches and stuff too to get more involved, I think, in the space. Like Freedom House would not exist if it wasn't for the army of volunteers right. 
that right. help this place. I love the peace that Freedom House brings to this community on unity in the churches. I think at any point in time, so with our nine paid staff, and then we have about 24 volunteers that, that make these homes operate on a monthly basis. So out of 30 people, I would not be surprised if we don't represent 10 churches that have come together with the same mission, the same heart, and the same calling of seeing the captive set free and living a life in obedience to Christ. Yeah. And so just, I mean, the, the, the thought of being able to take not just our residents, but seeing God move through uh, like an internship type thing of, of, of some of you maybe that would come and help and learn and then send you send back to your area right god sends you back to your area and who knows what god's gonna do right um to team up with the churches and community organizations that are already there in your area or to start something new um and just have a wake of influence from little soldana alaska yeah to wherever so that's the piece that really excites me on uh, on all this so anyway yes. so that's any other stuff to share Freedom House. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in oh the last thing too and we're gonna kind of give you guys a, a tour of the house as well here in a second but um, I'm gonna drop uh, it's been a bit I've been waiting to drop these two shirts but the one that I'm wearing the true hope design we have it on several products already but in uh, a unisex t-shirt that'll be dropping on the site check that out choose as well as the shirt that Jen's wearing all my hope and the back vertically across the back says Jesus on it and so uh, and on, on these two shirts, that one specifically, I am super, uh, there I go, super again. Super. <laughs> well, um, you are super excited. Super. Um, your head's probably being chopped off. To you. Uh, but wanting to, um, where's it going with that? Uh, wanting to, uh, oh, have like super. <laughs> Stop it. See what I do? Uh, quality behind everything. Anyway, so okay, this, so this the material on this shirt is super soft. Yeah, <laughs> you totally like it's not that one's soft too, but it's not like that hard Hanes t-shirt. Right. It's so soft and comfortable, and so I love this make of this shirt. Yeah, and I'm not trying to turn this into an infomercial part of the show or anything, but uh, at the same time, like uh, the, the apparel is a secondary thing, but I love it as well. So yes. anyway, check it out, guys. Uh, choose rcbrowire.com and now let's go check out the house yes all right so we are in the office at the women's freedom house and we're just going to show you a round of what god did here in this home like i said earlier it needed a ton of renovations and everything from the paint on the walls to the light fixtures had to be gutted we have scriptures on the two by fours underneath the sheetrock here because this is god's house and it just turned out so beautiful as you can see um, just different churches in the community came together and volunteered over 2,500 labor hours to build this home, basically gutted from the inside out. Um, and we're just so thankful for um, churches out of Anchorage that bought furniture for us and a different family from the Kenai Church that bought all of these brand new stainless steel appliances. Um, we have granite countertops throughout the whole home. It just turned out like I had this idea and this picture of what it would turn out to be and then God just blew that out of out of the world and just made it so much better than I even thought it could be. And so right behind you here, this is what we call the mercy bedroom. All of our rooms are labeled with um, names that build character and build women up. Um, but here is our shared bedroom where all of the women start off for the first two weeks that they come into the home. 
Um, and as you can see, they're nice spacious bedrooms and we have eight beds here. We have two apartments upstairs for moms with children. Um, after they've been living over here on this side for three months, they can qualify to transition upstairs to get their, their kiddos back um, and continue to be discipled with their children and, um, and just raise here. And this is the upper room. This is where we do all of our devotions. We do devotions two days a week. This is where we do our Tuesday night Bible studies. This is their dining area and also their entertainment area. Um, just so blessed on how, again, everything just turned out just so beautiful and nice for these princesses of God. So we have an amazing backyard as well here. We're right downtown in Soldatna. Um, it's not a huge city, but it's nice where we're located just because a lot of the residents don't have vehicles and so they're able to walk to meetings and doctor's appointments and outpatient treatments and so it was very critical on being located um, centrally in the, the community here. And so that is Freedom House and thank you for the tour Jen. Thank yes. you for coming on board. Thank you guys for listening. Any last words? Oh man, if you're working right now with those in recovery, just don't give up. What you're doing is important. It does matter. And we are praying for you guys and you guys pray for us as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and on a goofy note, you can check out their TikTok. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get your shirts. Chooserecovery.com. See you guys. Tune in on whichever podcast platform works best for you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube. We are Choose Recovery. That's choose, rcvry.com.